Hello and thanks for listening to the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. All opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the contributors and not necessarily those of either Beyond Radio or of Morecambe Football Club. This podcast has reached tens of thousands of people so far this season. If your business would like to reach those people in an extremely cost-effective way, you can drop me an email for more details to dave.salmon at beyondradio.co.uk. Salmon as in the fish. Or you can send me a private message on Twitter at dpsalmon. You can also support this podcast and our Shrimps Live full match commentaries on Ko-fi at co-fee, that's co with a K, dot com forward slash Shrimps Live. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. After... need to get this away here because it's on the edge of the area as uh, Josh Davidson gets it back out to Jayasimi who's got room to drill it across the face of the six yard box and it's gone all the way in I think that even may have been a Jokul Anderson own goal Jayasimi inside the first 90 seconds here at the Mazuma Stadium he was given the freedom of the football pitch to drill the ball across the face of the six yard area it bounces up off the Morecambe keeper and into the back of the net to make it Morecambe nil Charlton Athletic 1 well, what a poor, poor start to the game. Um, absolute freak of a goal, isn't it? We're not in the best position to see. There were a lot of bodies in the way, but regardless of how it goes in, it's found its way into the back of the net. And that, that is a terrible start for Morecambe. On the second phase, Alfie McElmont uh, does another see you later moment. And Alfie just brings the ball away and out towards the right-hand side it goes. And McLaughlin once more. Jonah Younger might try and take his man and get to the byline, perhaps get a crossing. Well, he, he did his trademark little flick round and then he just played it a bit too far in front of himself and that's been the story of Morecambe's opening 26 minutes that's a proper route one and they could be in here for the second goal it's Connor Washington end-to-end stuff from one end of the field to the next Joan Ryunga lost it on the edge of the box through to McGill where it went and the Charlton Athletic keeper hoofed it upfield a really long clearance it bounced over the Morecambe defence and there was a Northern Ireland international, Connor Washington, to lift it over Anderson to double the Addicts' advantage. On 27 minutes, it's Morecambe nil, Charlton Athletic 2. It's simple stuff that, Dave, I'm afraid. It's route one stuff. Just it's a long ball forward from the goalkeeper. Great idea from him, to be fair to him, but it goes long. Ryan Delaney possibly could have done better. I think it was too easy to allow Washington to get across his man and dink it across her. A stranded Jockel Anderson and things go bad to worse for the shrimps. We just let the ball bounce, didn't we? And you can't do that on the edge of the box. Here's Cole Stockton. No blood. Oh, that's got to be a penalty. penalty. It is. is. Cole Stockton used all of his physicality and we know how good he is at rolling defenders. Took him one way, then the other. Felt the nudge in his back, went down. And just 60 seconds after we went 2-0 down, Morecambe have the chance to get back in this from the penalty spot. Oh, it was a, a definite penalty all day long. He gets the wrong side of the defender and he just pulls him down, doesn't he? And our usual penalty taker, who is Adam Phillips, is uh, on the bench, so he's not going to be able. He's not going to be taking it. I think the responsibility is going to be well. Who else is going to take it if Adam Phillips is on the field? Cole Stockton. That's who. Let's see how good he is from 12 yards. 29 minutes on the watch here at the Mazuma Stadium. A chance for the Shrimps to halve the deficit. 
here in League One this Tuesday night. Cole Stockton won the penalty. He's now going to take the penalty. He's yes, now going to score the penalty. Straight down the middle from Cole, the goal. 15th of the season for the Morecambe top scorer. And out of nowhere, the Shrimps are back in it. The deficit halved. Morecambe won, Charlton 2. Shrimps trailing by two goals to one. Jonah Ayunga, that's lovely play into the path of Cole Stockton. Flag stays down over on the left-hand side. That's really, really good defended from Sean Clare, who gets it behind for a corner. Lovely play from Cole Stockton. The Shrimps are on the ascendancy here. Can we make it count? And better play as well from Jonah Ayunga. He's, he's, he's gone a bit more central, hasn't he, since that substitution. And lovely play just to slip Cole Stockton. A little bit wide was Cole. But still did well to uh, shrug off his man and get the deflection behind for a corner. Less than 20 minutes though for Robbo's Reds to get back into this one. Morecambe 1, Charlton Athletic 2. Here on Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio this Tuesday night. McElmont in the 72nd minute. He's going to whip the corner Great in. Corner. Go on. Really yes, really come on! It's a fantastic corner. Alvin McElmont with it and it's nodded into the back of the net by the captain Anthony O'Connor and we are all square here at the Mazuma with 17 minutes to go super super corner from McElmont and the captain does the rest Morecambe 2, Charlton 2 leading by example there Anthony O'Connor rises highest to meet the ball and it's a lovely header into the back of the net and it's Morecambe 2, Charlton Athletic 2 and it's game on. What a corner. What a corner from Alfie McCalmont. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimps verdict on Beyond Radio. We had to come back from 2-0 down against a very good side. Two individual errors that you know it's very difficult to legislate for. But they've shown tremendous character. You know, the boys made mistakes, show character as well. And you know, we, I thought it was a performance that deserved at least a draw. They, you know, we limited them to shots from long range. We allowed them to have areas of the pitch to, to build and, and press them. And when we stepped toe to toe in the second half, there was, you know, the game probably could have went the other way. At two 0 against, as you say, a very good Charlton side, it could have gone either way, couldn't it? Yeah, I mean, the the goal coming very quickly, the equaliser from Cole, and I mean, for me, it should have been a red card. Um, I'm not sure how the referee explains that he tried to play the ball when he pulls him down. Um, uh, you know that changes the game completely but listen credit to the boys we can't rely on referees we've had to rely on ourselves all season and you know they've shown great character they've worked their socks off Courtney Dufus deserves a special mention been out so long we threw him in due to Arthur's illness and I thought the three boys up front were a real handful because see you showed massive spirit and determination and the amount of work that those boys put in tonight was tremendous yeah they, they do it every week you know sometimes results go your way and sometimes they don't but they never give me anything less than 100% and you know they're a good bunch of boys and it's, it's nice to see in recent weeks them, them getting their just rewards it's a draw but it's a really good draw and the fans really appreciate that performance I could see that at the end yeah, listen, if you come to watch a game of football and you see people that never say die and, and give you absolutely everything, I think they appreciate at this level. We will make mistakes at times. I make mistakes, everyone does. Um, but if you've got that character and your fight, uh, the fight to win football matches is there, then people forgive a lot of sins. Second half, you went toe-to-toe with the informed team in the league, really. Yeah, and we probably would have went um, even stronger, but we didn't have loads of options on the bench in terms of attacking-wise. John O'Beak is not quite right, and obviously Arthur was ill. So, you know, we played Adam just in behind the strikers as well, and uh, I thought, you know, a couple of half-chances, Cole, you know, very close again, and, you know, a couple of moments that went across their goal, and, and vice versa at the other end. Greg Lee, man of the match, and he just seems to be getting better and better. 
thought the, the two fullbacks were excellent, both of them, Ryan and Greg. They're 1v1 defending, and that's what you've done better in recent weeks. You know, we've stopped crosses coming into the box, we've defended as a back four instead of individuals, and, you know, we defended set plays well tonight, even at the end. So, credit to him. Greg's been terrific. He's been travelling all around the world and showing a great attitude since he came back. And you scored from a set piece as well, which is nice. Very rare. We, we keep saying some. Do you know what I mean? The delivery's been good from Alfie, um, and, and somebody gets in the end of it. And, you know, again, I think Ant O'Connor, he's at different partners all the time because we've, we've even tonight, I wasn't able to pick the same team for two games in a row. And he's just got on with it and, and carried the team. And I thought he was, again, excellent tonight and deserved his goal. Sets you up again for Saturday. MK Dons, another team in form. Yeah, good side. Listen, everyone's a good side in this division. Um, we're the ones probably everybody wants to play, but we're, we're proving a few people wrong. You know, we're, we're playing with confidence at the moment. We score goals. Um, you know, we're, we're quite exciting to watch. So I don't think MK Dons will be coming and think it'll be any kind of easy game. And, you know, what the boys will give us 100% every game. Stephen, a great performance. Well done. Cheers, thank you. We wanted to build on that performance on Saturday, Stephen, and we did just that, especially in the second half. Yeah, we we done it the hard way. Um, you know, I think... 10 minutes gone it looked like it was going to be a difficult task but again credit to the players you know they're, they're starting to get to know each other they're starting to play as a team as, as you know instead of individuals which was possibly early on in the season and that team spirit and character is what drives you through in nights like that Spoken about the defence and, and keeping a settled side I just had a look at my sheet I think in the second half Jockel didn't have a, have a save to make and that, that shows the real bodies on the line the real determination that we put into yeah, and that's necessary I think you know the two fullbacks were outstanding tonight and O'Connor um, but the team as a whole the midfield three the young boys in midfield they run on an energy they do their their stats go through the roof the amount of energy they give you and the three boys up front I can't ask for any more they, you know they give you absolutely everything and you have to defend the guy to win football matches and you have to defend the guy to get draws against teams like that Was Cole due to take the penalty it looked as if there was a bit of a debate on the uh on the touchline when he was in perhaps Callum Jones but so uh, what happened? Yeah usually Callum would probably step up and take them but listen when you've got a, a player in the form that Cole's in and he's, he's very confident listen I think penalties are who's the most confident to take it at times um, and he's certainly playing with a lot of confidence and Arthur ill will he be okay for Saturday and, and what about John Obika? We're hoping so um, you know it was a late call off um, early this morning you know he's been ill um, I thought Courtney was terrific for somebody that's been out so long John no John's still not ready we're hoping he might get maybe 60 minutes on Tuesday in the reserves and, and then he becomes a real live option for the following week maybe in the cup Well Greg a 2-2 draw with Charlton and a man of the match performance from you tonight how did you see the game? Yeah obviously it, it was uh, obviously had a lot of action in the, in the first half um, it was disappointing because he didn't go so early I think it always is a blow for the lads but, and even when the second one goes in but it was good that, I felt it was really good that the lads managed to show proper character to come back into the game Cole getting a penalty and getting us back in the game was massive you know half time is always a struggle when you're 2-0 down when you're 2-1 it's always that belief and I think that we kept that through to the second half and yeah managed to get the goal and also see out the game which we have struggled with in the past so that's a big building block for us It was a bit like some of the boys came of age tonight yeah, yeah, massively. I mean, obviously, the two, the two younger boys in midfield and Shane, it's, it's, it's quality having them in there because they didn't start running. You know, they really showed up the midfield for us today and, and made sure they didn't come through the middle of us. So when we're dealing with the balls out wide, it's obviously, it's, it's an, you know, every player job. I know Adam Phillips did well as well from on my side. Same with Jonah and, uh, and Shane on the other side and Ryan McLaughlin. So, yeah, it's, just, it's obviously a massive team performance, but the younger boys really showed some nice. Tough night for you. JSC me started off on the right side, started off well, scored, and then he went off and Bucket Taylor came on. So 
pace there, both sides for you to mark? Yeah, man, it was like you could put the fastest player on my side every time. <laughs> but no, nah, obviously, it's, hey, listen, this is it's going to happen in football. I know that, I mean, often right wingers, left wingers are going to be the fastest players on the pitch. I was ready for it and enjoyed the test. So, yeah, it was, it was uh, difficult. But yeah, I, to be fair, I did enjoy the challenge. I asked a similar question a few weeks ago, but you seem to be getting stronger and stronger with every game. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's important for me because obviously in the last couple of seasons I haven't had a run of games. So I feel like I'm just becoming more and more comfortable when I step on the pitch. You know, it's, it's what I know, it's what I'm used to. And every time I do it, it's more and more comfortable. So, yeah, and, and the more games I get, like I said, I'm, I'm adapting to it. It's football at the end of the day. And the more games you get, you feel stronger, you feel fitter, you feel, you feel faster. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been good for me to get a run of games. And you were away with Jamaica just a couple of weeks ago. How, how was that and uh, how tiring was it for you to come back so quick as well? You know what, it was interesting because obviously like the trip away was good. I got the 45 minutes, which was massive uh, just for my personal note. But coming back was obviously not something I'm not used to. Landing and you know the travelling, I think it was in total about... How long was it now for us? It was about 13 hours to come back in, rest and straight back into training. So I had a couple of days where I was a bit dazed, uh, Thursday, Friday, but it felt all right on Saturday. So yeah, it was, it was a fast transition, but it, 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 was, it was fine in the end. And now you're on a bit of a run. Hopefully you can keep that momentum going on Saturday against another good side, MK Dons. Yeah, you know, it's massive for us. I think that uh, Cole's goal on, uh, on Saturday was a massive lift. And I know that it was big for the boys. You know, we, we needed a bit of luck to turn things around, especially the bad luck we've been having. It was nice to get some good luck and obviously some mad quality from Cole. So it was really important for us to, uh, to, to keep out and get the win on Saturday and then keep them out tonight and get the draw. Um, yeah, so we just want to build on that, but we're kind of getting a bit more of the look we deserve, but also people are really digging in to stop us conceding, you know, especially obviously when we conceded two in the first half, it was like, we're not going to concede again. And that's credit to every single person in the team. We talked a lot about Cole's goal for the last three or four days, but everyone, it's everyone minutes like that and things like that can just turn the season, can't they? Yeah, massively. You know, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people change their season from, you know, Christmas onwards, but if we can start to do it before Christmas, that's obviously going to be any. You know, it's going to be good for, for any side. So, and I think that, yeah, I think it's really, it's been difficult for us because I don't think that we have deserved the look we've had. So something like Cole's goal gives you that belief again, especially coming off the back of a lot of, you know, results that we don't believe we deserved. So yeah, getting, getting a goal like that gives, a, gives us the belief again. And it's football at the end of the day, it's, it's all about momentum and that gives us that momentum. It's the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. In a little bit on today's pod, we'll hear from Liam Connolly. Liam is the host of the MK1 podcast ahead of the MK Don's visit to the Mazuma this coming Saturday. Full commentary, of course, as ever, on Beyond Radio from 2.45. But Liam giving us a real deep dive into all things MK Don's ahead of the weekend. Here at the Mazuma, it's, uh, well, another pulsating, thrilling encounter. It's finished Morecambe 2, uh, Charlton Athletic 2, myself, Dave Salmon, and uh, Matt Smith, as ever, from the Shrimps Media team, bringing you the action. And, and Matt, first and foremost, before we talk about the game, uh, it was another terrific evening of football. It was. It was a very entertaining um, game in general. Um, after the, the poor start that we had, um, at certain points you're thinking it's not going to be our night, we're not going to get much out of it. But, you know, we fought back uh, and the second half was exhilarating, wasn't it? You know, could have gone either way right up until the final whistle. So, um, yeah, really entertaining game of football. Um, good performances from both sides in different ways. And, um, yeah, just delighted that we, we got a point. I think that's a really solid point. They're one of the form teams in League One. They are also, I reckon... 
second only to maybe Sheffield Wednesday, Rotherham to an extent as well. Uh, very, very impressive. Johnny Jackson's obviously got them playing really well and I suppose it helps when you get gifted a goal after 90 seconds. Yeah, I mean, look, I think I, I can't comment too much on it because I'm an outsider, obviously, in terms of the Charlton Athletic camp, but I think it's a no-brainer that you've got to give the, 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 the lad the job um, eight games now two draws one defeat five wins and he's got them playing some really good football yeah. they looked really confident didn't they so uh, yeah testament to him for the hard work he's been putting in he's got his team playing some, some lovely football but with that in mind you know it was a, a difficult opposition and um, apart from the, the opening what 25 minutes of the game I thought we could cope with them really really well um, we get the, the penalty cold as well to convert it and then I think from there on I think that's really when we started the game um, in the on the ascendancy from then onwards um, and then like I say we could have had a few half chances to, to grab all three points they very nearly did at certain points as well so really entertaining game and I think in the end I think the draw was a fair result Difficult like Matt isn't it when you shoot yourself in the foot I think the early goal completely knocked the stuffing out of us. It took us a long time to recover. Then we went 2-0 down, another really easily defendable goal. Just a route one punt upfield, allowed the ball to bounce, and it's in the back of the net. But uh, the character we showed, yes, OK, we come back from the penalty, what, literally 90 seconds or so after we went 2-0 down, which obviously helped. But that character in the second half, that's going to go a long way to securing our survival in League One this season for me. Certain situations call for those moments where it's real heart on the sleeve, you know, bodies on the line. And I think after the first 25 minutes, we showed that in abundance this evening. Um, and like you say, it certainly helps when when, when the going's, uh, going gets tough. So, yeah, to, to see that on display from, well, all of the team, really, um, it's really encouraging. And like you say, going forward for the rest of the season, we could do with, uh, with performances like that. And we've not seen that at times this season. We, we have folded, we've gone behind... And I, th- I think with Morecambe this season, Matt, for me, we've, there are times when we've gone just one goal behind and we thought, ah, we're going to struggle to get back from this. But to go two behind and then fight our way back, yeah, it was a little bit harem scaring at the end defensively and a uh, little bit bodies on the line. There was bodies all over the place at one point in stoppage time. Um, that is going to do us the, the, the power of good. And you could just see there in, 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 in Robbo's reaction, in his post-match there, that uh, that's the one thing he's really pleased about more than more than the points, building on Fleetwood, Jess, but the actual way we went about our business. Yeah, very much so, um, and and it doesn't surprise me. Um, I think the first 25 minutes of the game, I think it would have been a different reaction had that kind of level of performance continued. But we, you know, we turned it around, and um, like we say, the second half we really, really dug in, didn't we? Um, and we defended really well. We created chances going forward, so it comes as no surprise that it pleases the uh, the gaffer. I'm sure the lads can be proud of their efforts this evening. Your man of the match, Shane McLaughlin. Sponsors man of the match, Greg Lee. My man of the match, Ryan McLaughlin. Maybe just about, although I think all three are absolutely terrific tonight. We spoke before the game, Matt, didn't we, about how and it is statistically as well. Although no stats don't tell the full picture, but we look our midfield looks so much more dynamic with Shane McLaughlin in it. Yeah, yeah, it does. We we, we know what he brings to the team, um, and like you say, stats don't tell the full picture. But there's a certain degree of um, of truth, I suppose, to the stats. Um, every player in this squad is capable of putting in a, a shift and affecting the team in a good way. Um, 
and and I think that's easier to tell through absence. And obviously we had we, we lost Shane through um, suspension and then injury. Um, and I'm sure there'll be a, a plenty of other players that will find themselves missing throughout the uh, the campaign, and, and we'll realise that we miss them as well. It's a collective team effort, isn't it? We kept the same back four as well from uh, from the weekend. I think Ryan McLaughlin. I, I really like Ryan Cooney, and he's going to play a, still play a huge part in our season. Of course, he is. But Ryan McLaughlin just adds that extra touch of experience, doesn't it, to the to the back four? Yeah, it's it's a really healthy battle between the two, isn't it? That, uh, as people you know who come and support the club, and, and I'm sure from the man- manager's point of view as well, you want that healthy battle um, because they're going to push each other. If, if you if you don't have anyone else to compete with, then there's always the risk of you um, you know becoming complacent. But if you know you're competing with somebody who is of equal quality, then you know that, uh, like I say, you've got a battle in training to, to prove your worth. And it's really good for Morecambe that we have two quality players on that right-hand side that uh, that will continue to battle throughout the season. And on the left-hand side as well, Liam Gibson can't get in the team at the moment. We know the quality that he has, but uh, Greg Lee's been absolutely terrific, hasn't he? And, and we spoke to him just in, in the post-match. He's, he's very laid back, isn't he? He takes everything in his stride. Yeah, he does. Um, but again, once he's out on the pitch, he, he gives everything for the shirt, doesn't he? He, he really gives everything going forward defensively. He, he was everywhere tonight. And that's what we've come to expect from Greg. And, and as a result, you know, he's, he's rewarded with his international call-up, which is amazing to see. So, yeah, utterly pleased for, uh, for the boys. I thought it was funny that uh, Greg and his post match. Oh yeah, I was a bit jet lagged, a bit knackered on Thursday, Friday. Woke up Saturday, I was absolutely fine. I think that's just that's just the kind of guy he is, isn't he? But tonight, right, for me, right across the board, we played as a team in the second half, and we've done something tonight which we haven't done all season: come back from two goals down to get a positive result. Yeah, um, and again, it shows that. Uh, shows what happens when you don't let your heads drop it's easy especially so early on in the in the game conceding a goal and then conceding a second you know it's easy to let your heads drop and think it's just not going to be our night but you know you keep battling on and and you're rewarded through uh, for that by pulling it back from 2-0 to 2-2 could easily have gone on to win the game so yeah I mean that's what happens when, when, when you continue to dig in I'm still a bit worried about MK Dons on Saturday Matt I think they are again similar to tonight's opponents they're going to be dynamic they've got very young up and coming head coach uh, as well and they are also on a really good run of form themselves they are but the confidence we'll take is that we matched uh, you know apart from the first 25 minutes we, we matched Charlton Athletic who were very well in, in great form as we all know so yeah it, it just again I, I hate to repeat myself but I find myself doing it all the time we're a match for anyone in this oh, division yeah. and I'm sure we will be on Saturday against MK Dons and there was no doubt for me, the funniest moment of tonight was when Cole Stockton won the penalty. Absolutely no doubt in my mind that he was not the designated penalty taker. It was Callum Jones. Absolutely was. Now, Robbo, of course, in his post-match said, oh, yeah, well, the player in form, the player with the confidence takes the pen. He was going, doing his nuts when Cole Stockton picked the ball up. And I must admit, I, I, I didn't get the vibe that he was going to score, but he put it away really well and all's well that ends well, I suppose. Yeah, like, like the gaffer said, he's a man in form and he, 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 he knows how to score goals as we saw against Fleetwood Town. Good job he scored it, though. Well, yeah, 100%. <laughs> the beauty of hindsight, eh? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure if, uh, if, he, if he didn't have belief in himself, then he wouldn't, have, uh, he wouldn't have stepped up to take it. And Callum Jones, equally, would have uh, respected his ability to, to find the net. So all, all's, all, all's well that ends well. The roller coaster 
that we thought was going to be the season. I think it was the first thing we said uh, before, just before the Ipswich game kicks off at the start of the season. It's going to be the next nine months is going to be a real roller coaster, and uh, it's another. Well, we're on the up at the moment, so we're we going up, up and up and up. Yeah, um, and that's what happens when you work hard. Uh, every team goes through a rough spell in a season. You know, we've had one. It's fair to say, but it's how you respond from yeah. that. And I think the last couple of games we have seen the response on the pitch, and long may that continue. Matt Smith from the Shrimps Media Team. Thanks very much indeed, as ever. In just a second, we'll preview the MK Dons game with Morecambe at the Mazuma on Saturday. But before that, a reminder of the Shrimps Trust Christmas Toy Appeal. It's well underway. Uh, the aim of it, as ever, to make Christmas for perhaps less fortunate families in the Morecambe area uh, just that little bit better. If you'd like to help the Shrimps Trust Christmas Toy Appeal, you can do so in a number of ways. They're going to be collecting donations of new and unopened gifts, please, at the MK Dons game on Saturday. If you're heading down to the Mazuma, you won't be able to not see them. They will be there. You can donate. You can put your toys into their bin. Uh, you can also donate via their Amazon wish list, which you'll find the link to on their website, shrimpstrust.co.uk. It's also on our website as well, beyondradio.co.uk. And if you search for Shrimps Trust on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, uh, you'll find more details there, where you can also send them a private message for more information. And you can also email them too at shrimpstrust at gmail.com. Shrimpstrust at gmail.com. Hopefully we're going to really get behind this as we have done over the last few years. It's the Shrimps Trust Christmas Toy Appeal with Beyond Radio. Go and check it out right now and please donate if you possibly can. Now another massive game then this coming weekend. MK Dons, the visitors to the Mazuma Stadium on Saturday in League One. They're coming to Lancashire in pretty good form as well, so it's going to be another tough test for Stephen Robinson's men. Ahead of the game, I've been speaking to Liam Connolly. Liam is one of the hosts of the MK1 podcast to get the inside track on the Dons ahead of their trip to the Mazuma on Saturday. I think if um, majority Dons fans, if you asked them whether you'd be fifth, you know, towards the end of November, you know, when most of your games obviously be out the cups is a bit disappointing, but yeah, overall, I think most Don's fans would take it considering the manager situation that we have regarding uh, Martin and Manning coming in. But yeah, it's been a pretty good start overall. Let's talk about that managerial situation then, Liam, if we may. Russell Martin made a bit of, obviously a very good footballer in his playing days, was, was making or starting to make a reputation for himself in managerial circles. I suppose when that approach came from Swansea in the summer, you were disappointed to lose him and I suppose quite worried about what the future might hold. Yeah, I was more disappointed in Martin himself rather than anything else. Um, just based on comments that he said to us um, personally as a podcast and obviously what he told the fans previously about, you know, he wanted to stay, he was, you know, wanted to take a look at the leagues and, you know, he felt like he had a really good squad here and, you know, turns out he did. Um, but yeah, I, I get the move to Swansea. You know, we've seen the progression that some managers have had there previously. You know, Brendan Rodgers, the Laudrups, Martinez's. So, and obviously, look at himself now. You know, he's in pretty well for himself in Swansea. So, yeah, I get it. Um, it's just a bit, it's a bit disappointing how it all went down. Um, but I think both teams and both sides have come out of it at the right end. So, you know, it's all right. So, Liam Manning will be a name completely unfamiliar with the majority of not just Morecambe fans, but I suppose, fans of the Football League in general. And I suppose, uh, as well, a great shock and surprise when he was appointed. Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said I heard of him before. 
um obviously since he was a i was since since we had the news that he was being interviewed and things like that obviously a lot more research into him we were lucky enough to uh speak to some belgian football journalists on the matter just to get some insight on him a bit more um but yeah obviously he comes from the city football group he's been there for a long time uh, previous to that he's at west ham uh coaching like players at declan rice and people like that um and yeah i think i think what attracted manning to the job from listening to the spot director liam sweeting on base of his comments was that his principles matched a lot with what the squad currently had but also what martin was also like in a way in terms of you know having possession but with manning style it's having it with purpose so you know it's having 60 70 percent for the sake of it um and you know the, the key thing also is to try and control games and you know and obviously because it's a young squad i think the average age is about 22 so his um his background and working with younger players and more a diverse range of backgrounds is quite key as you know our squad's fairly similar to that um so yeah i think overall it's been a pretty shrewd appointment um of course come from the strangest of places in belgium um but you know manning's had the coaching pedigree for many years now and he's he's clearly showing that and one of the younger managers in the football league as well and he's evidently hit the ground running and at the moment liam you're on uh, you're on a pretty good run yeah i mean well, I, can't, I can't complain really i mean I, this club's had a vast history of you know appointing these young managers like you know robinson ince of course Di matteo before he went on to win a champions league things like that um and yeah, of course, Martin also. And uh, yeah, now it's Manning. So let's drill down then, if we can, then in terms of MK Dons as a, as a playing outfit. Tell us all we need to know. Formation, playing style, ones to watch. What do we need to know? Yeah, so I'm sure it's no secret that we like to have the football at our feet. Um, possession is one of the key things for us. Um, as I mentioned previously, it's mostly of a purpose now. So it's trying to limit our actions as much as possible. So instead of doing like 20, 25 passes and having these like 10 plus pass sequences, which you know, we still do, but to less extent than we did under Martin, it's more about trying to get the ball into the likes of um, Scott Twine, the 10, or Matt O'Reilly and people like that who sits deeper this season. Uh, typically, the formation is a 3-4-2-1 or 1-2, depending on how you look at it. Um, at the past couple of games, we've seen um, Max Waters and Scott Twine sort of act as a two up front, but Twine would move a bit deeper um, to sit with Matt O'Reilly. And then they both play off to, uh, Max Waters, who, funnily enough, um, we've seen a bit on the Football League paper about him wanting to do a Vardy. And I think his player comparison is very similar to Jamie Vardy in terms of playing off the shoulder, you know, quite a pacey player who's looking to link up play. Um, and yeah, he's, he obviously he's hit form recently. I think it's I think it's five goals in four games now. And I think it's, if you include his spell at Crawley, it's like 21 goals and 23 starts, something crazy like that. Um, so yeah, it's good to see him hit form. But yeah, overall, it's just trying to control games with the football and then when we're not on the football it's all about the high press and um, pressing in bursts rather than all the time so your players aren't too knackered and, um, and I'm sure with Morecambe on, uh, on the Saturday coming up it'll be trying to be a low block which at times I struggle with but the past couple of games we have faced a low block we've, uh, we've managed to beat them fairly comfortably So another team yet another team who we are playing who have got a relatively recent new manager and also plays three at the back and wing back. So it's, it's going to be another interesting one from our point of view. We always play 95% of the time. We play a flat back four, four, I call it flexible four, three, three. Um, So it'd be an interesting matchup there because we also like to play the high press and, and I think we're, we are comfortable giving the opposition possession of the ball as well as long as it's not in dangerous areas so if you want to do your 10 plus passing sequences 
whatever it might be within your own half. We, we, we won't be too fussed about that. So I can, I can quite easily see you guys having 60, 65% possession. And I don't think that will phase us too much. Uh, it will be all about what, what we can do. Um, we've played against a number of teams this season with three at the back. Um, and, and I guess I guess that's almost, it's the league one way, but it's not our way. If, you, if that makes sense, so it's it's a bit of a bit of a strange one. So it, it sounds as if Liam, we're going to have a quite a task on our hands then at the weekend. Yeah, I mean, listen, this Don going to score goals. It has done all season, and I'm sure, I'm sure the weekend, you know, they've shown no, no other things other than they're going to score some goals. So it always be about how 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 well did the Don's adapt to the environment? Because um, every way game is different, and we've struggled in some places we thought we wouldn't struggle. Uh, Doncaster, for example. So, yeah, it's just about you know what what Don decides showed up on the, on the day and uh, whether we can adapt to the situation as well. We've not played you in in the league for for I think it's three or four seasons. Now you you just dropped into League Two for the one season, didn't you? A few years ago, and then came straight back up again. Uh, so there's not too much history between the two teams. Um, what do you know about Morecambe as a football club and? In terms of our promotion, how surprised were you that perhaps a, a, a team like Morecambe, in inverted commas, actually managed to get into League One in the first place? No, I think there's always teams like not like Morecambe <laughs> that come up to League Two. Obviously, we saw Tranmere this season when he came up, come up, and you, know, you wouldn't expect it necessarily. But no, I was just looking at, I mean, for me personally, it's more about just looking at this season. Obviously, with sporting MK Dons, we get the history thrown at us a lot and things like that. You know, it's it's a pretty standard conversation we have these days. Um, but yeah, no, listen, I think I think more can be an interesting team. Um, obviously, when we come on your podcast, our podcast day for yourself, it'll be a lot of talk about Stockton, but there's some talented lads, talent lads in there. Obviously, Greg Lee's had a good start to the season. Of course, Phillips, who's a Liverpool former Liverpool player, you know, he's had a good season as well so far. So obviously it's, it's a right scrap down there as it always is. I was the, the some typical sides always there. Maybe something they wouldn't expect. Um, but yeah, listen, I think I think if any Morgan fan didn't expect a relegation scrap this season, they'd be kidding themselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you made a good start. Um, and yeah, I'd be interested to see what happens on Saturday. You are a, a established League One football club. You've, I think you've spent most of your what is it, a seventeenth season, eighteenth season as a as a as a club. You've spent the majority of that in League One, haven't you? The yeah. season in League Two, great year when you were in the Championship a while ago. So you know what League One's all about. The one thing that surprised us is the extra, not necessarily the extra quality, but the extra pace and the relentless nature of the of, of the pace of League One. Uh, and I think that's what's caught us a bit by surprise this season in, in a number of games. Yeah, especially now, the past couple of seasons, it's absolutely crazy. Obviously, the level of teams that are in the league now, it's yeah. even with teams like Charlton not even being up there, really. It's uh, that's how crazy this league is now. Was a couple of seasons ago, Charlton were considered one of the best teams in the league, and and their, their recruitment team is still absolutely excellent. But yeah, for whatever reason, the players on the pitch aren't exactly doing a job right now. But yeah, that's what happens when the likes of Ipswich, Sheffield Wednesday, of course, Pompey have been here for quite a few seasons now, kind of seem to get out of the league. You know, I like I like to put ourselves up there now. We've we've always been in the round of playoffs for quite a number of seasons. Of course, we got out for one season, then unfortunately we lost half our squad and couldn't really keep up with the championship. Um, but you know, the hope is, is that you know, I we're up there with those sort of teams, and I think so far what we've seen this season, you know, we've got a good chance of being up there come May. So I suppose from that point of view, then Liam, your possible summer expectations have shifted a little bit to where you are now 
I know we're a third of the way into the season already. It's still, to me, it's still early days. I, I always look at the table at Christmas personally and sort of reassess where you are from there. But by the sounds of that, it, it seems to me as if you think you've got a real chance of getting in that top six. Yeah, I mean, I expected playoffs from minute one, to be honest with you. Um, so long as I always said, I said on the podcast for the other two gents to do it with, you know, so long as we get a similar manager to Martin in terms of, as I said, like philosophies and play style, you know, this squad is more than good enough to win this league. Um, it's just about them putting it together and actually doing it. Um, you know, of course, the relentlessness of Plymouth and Rotherham and obviously played Rotherham, they're a very, very good team. <laughs> and of course, Wigan also have got a, the game in hand also on those two guys. So, yeah, there's some top teams in this league. Um, but, you know, I think we've got a real good chance. And I think it's also going to come down to beating those teams of love us when they come into play us at Stadium K. And funnily enough, we've got Plymouth on the final day of the season. So that could hopefully be a little promotion party for both of us. <laughs> so in terms of our players, you, you, you've mentioned a, a couple there. You all have seen, we are recording this on, on Sunday lunchtime. You might be listening to this on probably Tuesday night or Wednesday or Thursday before, before our game on, on Saturday. I'm sure, Liam, you've saw Cole Stockton's goal from the halfway line this weekend. That's one of a number of world-class strikes. That's the only word you can use to describe them this season. They're going in left, right and centre, distance, doesn't matter. You must be worried about Cole Stockton on Saturday. Yeah, of course. And obviously, you know, did a bit of research on start for this pod and our own pod. You know, he's only one goal off his tally from last season from League Two. So, you know, he's he's had a real revelation this season. It kind of reminds me a bit of Jepcott last season with Plymouth in terms of just coming out of nowhere, really, and just scoring all these goals at a higher level. Um, but yeah, no, some dangerous players is Morgan team. And I think, um, you know, these these are away Northern games have always been a bit of a problem for us. Um, we all seem to lose one or two a season. Obviously, we beat Wigan recently. Um, we've got quite a few coming up and obviously yourselves um, at Quinton after New Year. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's just about, as I said earlier, it's just not about, well, it is about, sorry, just not underestimating the atmosphere and the and taking the opportunity to get another three points away from home, which, you know, we seem to be doing at the moment. Our Achilles heel this season has been, well, two really. One is sloppy goals given away from set pieces, not marking, not picking up from corners, free headers, cheap free kicks on the edge of the box, going in, et cetera, et cetera. And also late goals as well. We, we've had a number of times this season where we've not held on, not just in stoppage time. I think we've been done three times in stoppage time from winning positions and, and drawing positions. But in the last 10 minutes of what we conceded uh, on Saturday against Fleetwood, we conceded eight minutes from time. And that seems to, going for the 90 minutes seems to be a problem for us. So, from an MK Don's point of view, how good are you at attacking set pieces and how good are you at going for the full 90 minutes? Yeah, sorry, on the, on the free kicks point, you're not going to give Scott Twine free kicks anywhere on the pitch. No, so no. I would not want to um, give away silly free kicks to him. Um, honestly, yeah, set pieces have actually been pretty good this season. Um, especially recently, you know, Harry Darden, he'll be back for, um, for Saturday. He missed, he missed Burton due to some horrific officiating against Stevenage in the FA Cup. Um but yeah, he's been really good at set pieces. And I think in general, we just had, a, I think, a lot more focus on set pieces. Um, you know, we work heavily with some data analysts at the club and, you know, they've gone externally to source out how to do set pieces properly because I think this number of seasons have been terrible at them um, and it's really cost us games sometimes. Mm. Um, I'd like to, on the 90 minutes, I mean, to be fair, we've not really had a game where, maybe maybe Burton actually yesterday where they had a real battle, but we've not really had too many games where the game's gone down to the wire. Um, 
the only game I can really refer to is Bolton away, which is like the first day of the season. Um, and of course, it wasn't even Manning in charge, and it was Dean Livington and Ray Livington. Um, and, you know, we really fought for that one. I think it was 3-3 in the end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that kind of brings us another... Manning always talks about these um, stories tick off the list about this, this young squad experiencing. So maybe that could be the story on Saturday, you know, actually having a game where it goes down to the wire and you know, every every last second is important. And, you know, we see the character of the young squad, which you saw about on Saturday. I think from our point of view, it's all going to be about building that momentum. Um, obviously, we won on Saturday. No idea how we're going to get on on Tuesday against Charlton. We're speaking on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. So uh, we either won. Hooray, we've continued the run. We got a draw. It was okay. Uh, oh, we lost again. Oh, dear. Uh, a delete is appropriate there. But to us, it's all about going on that run because before last Saturday, we'd lost six out of seven in the league and that had completely wiped out our solid start to the campaign. Um, but we are very honest. We knew it was going to be a battle to stay in League One this season. I think the start that we had, and raised expectations amongst supporters, maybe a little bit too high because we knew that we would have a tough run. We've hopefully come through this tough run now. Uh, so I'm looking forward to Saturday. I think it's got the makings of being a really good game of football. Yeah, yeah, I'm travelling up, so it's going to be an early start for me. But yeah, it's going to be good and looking forward to it. It's all right. It's, and, and you should get a warm welcome at the Mazuma as well, Liam. It's always, is it your first time, first time in Morecambe? Uh, yes, I didn't go to the League Two game. So um, yeah, yeah, it will be. Are you, how are you uh, getting up here? Uh, driving. Well, I'm not driving personally, but yeah, um, kindly one of my mates is driving us. So yeah, look forward to it. It's not too bad at all. Straight off the uh, off the M6 at Junction 34, you, you go onto a onto a dual carriageway called the Bay Gateway and it virtually takes you all the way to, to the stadium. So it's not too bad. Parking's a bit, a bit tricky though, but you'll, you'll find somewhere. Okay. It will be absolutely fine. Yeah, we'll get there uh, early enough. <laughs> so um, finally, Liam, sales pitch then. Uh, the MK1 podcast. Uh, it, it's a proper fans pod. I, I like listening to proper fans pods because you really drill down into the nitty gritty of, of of what supporters really want to know. It's not just sort of sound bites. It's it's, it's a real fans pod. How do we listen to it? How do we find it? And tell us everything we need to know about that. Yeah. So literally, whatever podcast podcast platform you're on, uh, MK1 podcast, have a search for that. Um, yeah, we're very much focused on the football side of things, a um, bit of banter here and there, but mostly like to delve into the stats of it all and really dig into the performances. And of course, the occasional um, referee performance, which unfortunately we had to touch upon a lot from a Stevenage game. But yeah, we have a bit of good fun. Obviously, if you're listening, listening for anything Dons-wise, yeah, we're you guys. Yeah, we've not um, we've not noticed an increase in in standard of officiating between League Two and League One. It seems uh, yeah, well. broad, broadly well. similar and, and generally quite average as well from that point of view. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on the pod. We appreciate it. Let's have a prediction then uh, for Saturday. I, I assume you're going to say MK Dons to win. Of course you will. Yeah, I'm say two one Dons. I think it'll be a tight game. Um, obviously, as I said to you, these these away Northern games for us are always interesting. They always bring a little surprise up. Um, but yeah, I do think Don's have five hours to get over this one. So no 2-1. I'm going to go Morecambe 2, MK Don's 2. I think, okay. we can def- I think we can definitely get a point. I think, if, I think if we get a point, it will be a fantastic result. Liam, thanks for coming on the pod. We appreciate it. Good luck for the rest of the season. I think you've got a brilliant chance of getting in the top six. I think you know you have as well, actually. Uh, so thanks for coming on and uh, good luck uh, for the rest of the season after Saturday. No worries, guys. Same to you. Thanks very much indeed to Liam Connolly, host of the MK1 podcast, to get the inside track on all things MK Dons ahead of their trip to the Mizum Stadium 
this coming weekend. And of course, Beyond Radio will bring you full match commentary of the game live at the Mazuma team news and the whole game live Saturday afternoon across North Lancashire on our FM frequencies from 2.45. Myself, uh, Dave Salmon, joined by Matt Smith from the Shrimps media team for that one. And of course, wherever you might be online, uh, via I follow shrimps as well. Thank you so much as ever for your ears. We always appreciate your company. Take care and we'll speak to you next time. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.